Hi, and welcome to DaVita Leadership Insights, a weekly podcast for DaVita teammates who want to become a better leader, both personally and professionally. I'm Doug Miller, a master coach and DaVita University faculty member. And I'm Grace Berman, a senior director with DaVita University. Today, we get to chat with two of our local group facility administrators. Janae James leads a dialysis center and supports four others in the Denver area. And Jamie Hine leads two dialysis centers in Denver and supports three others in Colorado Springs. Welcome. Welcome, Janae and Jamie. Really glad you're here. Thank you. Thanks for having yeah. us. We are so excited to talk to you both about this topic of welcoming new teammates. It is such an important part of what we do as leaders and how we create that belonging in our village, which we care so much about. So if we do this right, it feels like family, right? So let's start with a way, way back machine. Do you remember when you first started at DaVita? What was it like for you? And what were you feeling at the time as a new teammate? So let's start with Jamie. Yeah, I, uh, I started back in 1994 as a PCT. And I remember um, basically being trained for a week and then um, really being given a facility at that point or a, a pod of, of patients at that point. Um, it felt crazy. It felt um, just super busy. And um, it was just a, a really, really stressful time. Yeah, yeah, and that was pre-Davita, right? Like Davita didn't even exist in '94. You were you were one of the originals. Yep, way way before Davita. Wow, wow. And how about you, Janae? Yeah. So uh, funny enough, Jamie hired me about eight years ago now. Um, way to so go, Jamie! I started. <laughs> I know, best decision of his life. Best decision <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Um, so I started as a PCT at our Thornton Clinic here in Denver, and my first day was great. I had a good experience. They put signs around the clinic welcoming their new PCT, Janae, and so the patients knew who I was, and the team knew who I was, and they ordered lunch on the first day and let me pick, and so it was a really good first day experience for me. Sounds like a great first day. What were you feeling when you went home uh, at the end of that day? I mean, I think every day, every new job is stressful. So I was still nervous and unsure, uh, unsure of myself and in my skill set and still trying to learn. But I definitely wasn't nervous to go back because I felt like I had the support that I needed. Oh, that's cool. And I just find it interesting, like the difference in experiences that you had, you both had on your first day. And so it sounds like, Jamie, that might have, your first day might have influenced how you created a first day for Janae. So I want to hear a little bit more about that from both of you. So how did did your first day experience influence how you welcome new teammates now? Um, Let's start with you, Jamie. Yeah, I think like like I said, uh, that first day and really the first few months were really really stressful, and uh, I remember having trouble sleeping and um, really being worried about whether I could do the job. And so, um, it's important now for me with my new teammates to make sure that they, they that they don't feel that way, and that when they start, uh, that they feel like they uh, that there's organization and that they have a good sense of being able to. Uh, do a good job and learn it and and just be comfortable in it. 
Mm, yeah, that's that's great to hear. And then and then Janae, how about how about your side of the side of the house? Yeah, so I just try and replicate the good experience I had. So I make sure to post signs for the teammates, make sure all the teammates and the patients know we have a new teammate starting, um, get them lunch. And then I also make sure, because lunch can be an awkward time, that I assign someone to eat lunch with my new teammate. So they're not back there by themselves. They have somebody to, you know, chat with them and be back there with them. So I just, I try and do exactly what I had done because it worked great for me. That's awesome. It's so, it, it, it is such a disorienting experience uh, walking into a job on the first day. Um, I remember personally walking in once early, very early in my career and, and the look of surprise on the person behind the counter because they didn't even know I was coming. And, and it just, that left such a bad, you know, taste in my mouth that they didn't even know I was coming. The manager wasn't even in the building. Uh, I had to sit around waiting for a couple hours. It was just, it's, it's just, you know, it, it wasn't, it was not a good experience. So I'm really grateful to hear that your experience wasn't like that, Janae. And, and, um, you know, it, it's vulnerable. I mean, we feel so vulnerable walking in, not knowing where things are, not knowing people's names. I mean, all those, all those different things that cause us to, to feel uh, a little bit uncomfortable. So I'm wondering, uh, Janae, how do you connect with your teammates and help them uh, through that kind of phase of coming in and starting a new job? Yeah, so one way I definitely try and make the teammates feel comfortable is by when they first start having everyone share a time they made a mistake, especially as they're starting out, they're going to make mistakes. Um, And so in homeroom, we'll all go around and share, you know, what's one mistake we made that wasn't detrimental, obviously, to patient safety, but but an issue that, that we had And I think it helps the teammates feel more comfortable, like, okay, well, they've all screwed up before. I can kind of, like, take a deep breath um, and know that they're going to make mistakes and we all got through it. And so I just, I really try to reiterate that to them and help support them. That's, That's awesome. How about you, Jamie? Is there anything that you do specifically in this kind of entry zone? What I like to do on a teammate's first day or, or before even actually is to get together with them and, um, and and go through some basic things. So expectations and, you know, making sure they know to show up on time. I like to give them their schedule, um, introduce them to some people around. Even ideally, the person that they're going to be training with would be great. Um, usually that works out pretty well. And then um, it's important that that they feel that they can ask for help. And so we'll talk through that a little bit and some of the challenges that people, you know, typically have when they start. And, um, and just, I want them to advocate for themselves. And so just letting them know that they can advocate for themselves and ask, ask for things and get their needs met that way. So that that's important. Yeah, I love how you said that to advocate for themselves. And and that kind of leads me to that this next question here, which is, you know, when you're speaking with your new teammates over the years, obviously you had a way that you felt like you would prefer to be welcomed as a new teammate. I'm curious what you're hearing from your new teammates over the years. What have you learned from them in creating a welcoming experience? 
Well, I actually had an opportunity or an example of a time similar to what Doug was talking about, where I had a a new teammate years ago that started, and um, I wasn't there on it uh, on the first day, and um, the the team didn't really know, and so things weren't organized. I got there, and and nobody knew they were coming, and um, and so just the feedback from sitting down with them afterwards, uh, it it just taught me that, you know, I felt like I failed them in in that respect, and... I don't want to to have that happen again, and so I really try to make sure that that we're organized and we're we're expecting them, and the team knows, and people know names, and I encourage the um, my teammates to go and introduce themselves and make them feel comfortable and that kind of thing. So it's kind of more learning from from a mistake than I made in the past that way. Mm, yeah, that's a that's great to get the feedback that you sat down with them and talked uh, to them about it and. And I think that that's a that's a great reminder just to say, hey, if you if you make a mistake, right? I mean, clearly you didn't intend for their first day to be to be um, disappointing or terrible in any way, and yet it happens. So how can how can you make it right and, and learn from it? So thanks so much for sharing that story. And how about you, Janae? Yeah, one thing I didn't always do was assign a teammate a locker. So when I first started. You know, I thought they would appreciate picking their own, whether it was a high locker or a low locker. And so I wouldn't I wouldn't do that step. And when I was connecting with one of my teammates, they said it was an awkward thing, like opening lockers. They didn't know they were opening somebody else's and um, that their feedback was to assign a locker. And so they felt like they had a place and knew where to put their stuff. And so. Um, now I always assign them a locker and decorate their locker for their first day. So they really feel like this is my home and this is, this is my place. That is so cool. I love, I love it. It just causes me to think about sometimes it is the simplest, smallest things that can make a, a, a really big difference. And, um, and it also reminds me of sometimes we have the best intentions and our impact is not really matching what that intent is. So good on you for 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 understanding and uh, exploring how to to better meet their needs, so that they can enter and feel this sense of of belonging and feel safe and and all of those types of things. And speaking of that, I, you know, have you over the years of talking to people, are there other things that you have come to understand make a big difference in terms of? what they're worried about, and then what you can do as their leader to create the safety and sense of belonging as they're coming in and joining the team. Janae, do you want to kick us off here? A big thing I hear from new trainees is anxiety about when they come out of training, and they refer to it as when they're on their own. And so when I hear them say that, I say, let's backtrack. You're not on your own. Even when you're out of training, there's a huge team that's here to support you. And so I really try and reiterate that to them because once they're out of training, they feel like their safety net is gone. And I just want them to know that it's still there and we're all here for you and we're bought in to make sure that you are feeling supported. And so that's definitely something that I try and reiterate to them is you're you're out of training. You're not on your own. That's beautiful. A huge part of belonging, right, is having a sense of being connected and supported by the team and the people around them. So 
Um, that's awesome. How about you, Jamie? Is there any specific worries that you've learned uh, from new teammates over the years that you you address specifically? Yeah, I think one of the biggest concerns that, that I hear about from new teammates is them being anxious about being able to keep up with the the speed and the pace of uh, of the of the job, and they're putting on new patients and turning over machines, and and you know they're a lot of the the tenure people are moving at a pretty good clip, and so they see themselves not being able to do that, and so it's just important that we talk through that, and that's a normal feeling, and to try to make them feel a little bit more assured that that it is something that most people. Um, struggle with a little bit in it that, that it does come and that we want them to ask for help and we want them to ideally know that okay in an hour we have two things I have two things going on um, and you know maybe I can ask for help ahead of time and be a little proactive and that way people can jump in and, and be able to help that way so just I think talking through that a little bit helps helps people feel a little bit better. Yeah, that's such a great point about pace, right? Like you're new and you think you've got to keep up with the rest of the folks and it's just not possible. You're brand new and it's going to take some time. Like these folks have been at it for a while. So it's I, I'm, I'm sure it's helpful for, for them to hear that reassurance from you. And I, I, I want to think about the flip side now. You know, we talked about helping that new teammate who's coming in feel safer, feel like they belong. And I just want to acknowledge that adding a new teammate is also a huge change for the team too. You know, they don't know the new teammate yet. They haven't developed that relationship and trust. It's like adding a new member of the family, right? So um, Jamie, how have you helped your existing teammates with their own sense of safety and belonging as they add in this new family member? One of the things that I've found that's been successful in the past is um, is having a teammate or, or a new candidate for um, a position come and do some shadowing so that way they can get a, a really good sense of what the job is, what are the, the pros and cons and the challenges and the rewards, that kind of thing. And, and then after after they come and get that sense, I'll go out and talk with the team and the people that have, uh, the teammates that have interacted with that candidate and get their sense and their, their feedback about them. And I think that's helped them um, feel like they, ha- they have some, some feedback and some, uh, some ownership of the process. Um, and then we'll talk through it. We'll also, I think another thing that's worked well is that during homeroom when, you know, either a, some, somebody starts or as we're looking at bringing on new people onto the team is to have them, uh, we'll talk a little bit about what it was like to be new, um, a new teammate on the team, that kind of thing. And just reminding people what it feels like to be new and the stresses that come along with that and um, asking them to have some grace and, and go out of their way to be nice and supportive to the new team because sometimes it's it's easy for us to forget what it was like and some of the challenges that way. Yeah, and you mentioned homerooms, which I love. Homerooms uh, for for uh, translating for those who are not familiar with DeVita language is what we call our team meetings. And uh, it's so wonderful that you talk about new teammates in, in the homeroom and, and try to remind the rest of the team, hey, remember what it's like and give them some of that uh, invitation for empathy and help the the team feel more comfortable with it too. So thanks thanks for sharing that. And Janae, then, um, how about you? Yeah, so when I am getting ready to hire somebody, I always try and make sure that the team is on board. So similar to Jamie, I have them come in and shadow. Um, And then after they leave, I do a homeroom, and I tell the team, you know, this person will be part of our family. Do we 
do we like them? And what were some red flags and what went well? And I have the team vote and everyone raises their hands if they're in or if they're not in. And we, um, it really helps them feel bought in on the decision and helps them feel more invested in making sure that that new teammate is successful with us. Um, And it really helps create that family environment, um, which is what I look for here at my clinic. Um, And I don't have a team that looks alike or is all from the same background. I have Filipino and Russian, African-American and Mexican. And I think for us, as long as you're willing to be a part of the team, that it's just what we create here. And so um, we're a family and and all of that diversity helps us in creating a, a great place for teammates to be. Sounds like a really wonderful, diverse uh, environment. And um, we are at that time in the episode uh, where we ask our guests to share a tip. What's one practical thing you would suggest our leaders go out and try right away to welcome a new teammate onto their team? Let's start with you, Janae, this time. So my tip would be anything you can do to make your teammate feel secure and safe on their first day. Assign someone to have lunch with on their first day, put their name on their locker, make sure they have their schedule. Um, I guess a way to remember this is first impressions go a long way, so make sure to celebrate them on their first day. <laughs> Love that. Super fun. That that is awesome. Uh Jamie, how about you? What would your one tip be? I would strongly suggest that everybody sit down with uh the new teammate and maybe their trainer uh every week and just check in and see how their training is going and what are they doing now and what are they, what's the next step and you know, how are they feeling about the training? I think an important part too is um, is this kind of what you were thinking it was going to be? Is this, you know, following your expectations about uh, what the role is? And, you know, it, if it's not, is that a good thing? Or are there, you know, are there some, some concerns or red flags that come out of that? And, it, and what it's done for me is it's helped me be able to kind of catch things sooner than later. Then, you know, if there's issues, that kind of thing, it's easier to deal with them before they become bigger issues. So, Thank you so much for sharing those great tips. Those are really wonderful tips and uh, just very, very uh, grateful for you both to be on the show today and for everything that you do to lead our teammates in the village. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. That was a fun chat with Janae and Jamie. Loved their tips at the end to welcome new teammates. So Janae's tip was to do anything you can to make that teammate feel secure and safe on their first day, like taking them out to lunch or putting their name on their locker. And Jamie's tip was to sit down with a new teammate and their uh, preceptor or their trainer on a weekly basis just to make sure that they feel connected and that they feel supported. You know, Grace, speaking of tips, it's my turn to follow up on the tip from our last episode with Mandy Hale. Her tip was to create a calm environment to better lead yourself and others through uncertainty. And I have to tell you that I've been specifically putting this to use by taking a moment each day to just focus on my breath. I typically will do this in the morning with my morning coffee and sit outside and there's this very specific tree that I look at and it just creates a nice calming environment for me to enter my day. 
and to manage through the uncertainty that we're living through. Oh, that's a great tip. Yeah, I, I should probably do that more often, Doug. <laughs> Not just like the quiet, but actually go outside. So I'm going to try to take your tip too. And for our listeners, we'd love to hear your stories and tips as well. Please check out our show notes and click on the listener mail link to find out more about submitting your stories and tips in writing or through a voice message. And if you haven't yet subscribed, I'm going to say this again, please do click that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And please do go over and rate us on iTunes or click on the survey link in the show notes so that we can learn more about how we're doing and what we might do to improve. So look forward to seeing you all next week. One for all. All for one. 